Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Super strange indeed when you recognize that we have companies that are cutting everywhere, whether you're talking about Microsoft, you're talking about Google or Alphabet, we're talking about Facebook, Amazon, they're cutting left and right. The tech sector, it's a quarter million jobs uh, that have been shed and you're seeing it now in other places like McDonald's, which shouldn't be a place that's shedding jobs at all, considering that stock price is really at an all-time high. But they've closed the corporate offices because it seems like they're gearing up for something that's pretty bad. And that's only part one of a story because the part two has OPEC, those oil-producing nations, saying we're going to reduce production by a million barrels a day. A day. Maybe we actually should be looking at energy security, or do people call it energy independence, or do people call it, like Trump did, energy dominance? It's Tony Katz today. That's the name of the show, guys. I'm Tony Katz. Good to be with you. Let's bring in Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis, Dr. Matt Will, M-A-T-T-W-I-L-L, on the Twitter box. I don't know if you want to start with OPEC or you want to start with McDonald's. I'll, I'll literally let you go dealer's choice here. Uh, you, you give me the subject, I'll ask the question. Go for it. Uh, Tony, I'll go with uh, oil for $1,000. Ah, honestly, I could do a much better job than Ken Jennings or Mayim Bialik. I'm ready to host uh, uh, Jeopardy. Did you? By the way, you said OPEC or McDonald's. I forget. I was just so excited about oil, Jeopardy. Oil. We're going with right. oil. You have, sir, OPEC saying that they're going to cut by a million barrels a day. Oil's been like, uh, I, I forget where it's been, but one of the unique things about this has been Russia, where their oil has been priced at, at capped at $60. Japan recently got an opportunity to buy that oil at $70 a barrel because they're an unbelievably thirsty nation. They desperately need the help. Is this move about cutting the barrels? Is this about giving help to Russia? In, in the, flying in the face of United States sanctions and, and Western nation sanctions regarding Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Is this just standard business? They want to make more money, so they're cutting production. Or is there a third thing at play here, sir? You know, Tony, it, it's standard. In fact, Goldman Sachs had a report this morning um, reiterating that this was expected by some people in the energy industry. Um, and there's a reason for it. It has nothing to do with Russia. It has to do with greed. It has to do with dollars in the pockets of the Saudis. On the 20th of March, the West Texas Intermediate was at $64 a barrel. Today, based on this news, it bumped up to 80 Why was it dropping? Remember, Joe Biden was taking credit for the drop in oil prices. What well, was dropping, and he deserves credit for it, Tony, because we're heading towards a recession. And when you go into a recession, the price of oil drops because of the lack of demand. So all that's happening is that OPEC is responding to an upcoming recession. They think there's going to be a recession that's going to decrease the price of oil, so they're cutting production in hopes of boosting it. And they did, Tony. It went from $64 just a couple weeks ago to $80 a barrel today. And by the way, since we you've been on the air, the estimate is now that it's up over 2 million barrels per day cutting once they get through with all the cuts. That's 3% of the global oil production. 
Three percent they're cutting, Tony. That's a lot. So I'm supposed to look at this and say this is a good thing that my oil went from sixty something a barrel to eighty dollars of eighty plus a barrel? No, I didn't say that. It's good for the Saudis. The Saudis right. want the price of oil to go up. Now, I gotta tell you, we could talk about the market's reaction to it, but the Saudis are happy about this. They're excited to see that it's up to eighty dollars a barrel because they're gonna make more money when they normally don't make as much money in a recession. So this this move that happens, they're seeing the recessionary pressures on them, and they're trying to figure out how they bring in more dollars. Very often, you'll hear this this administration discuss. Look, inflation's bad, but it's worse in such and such a company country. Uh, you know, things are are rough, but it's worse in such and such a, a country. We're doing better than the rest of the world. No one cares that we're doing better than the rest of the world. We care that we're doing better than we are right now shouldn't this be the moment where the biden administration says well this reliance on energy is uh, on 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 their energy is a real loser not only from a a safety practicality point of view but from a political point of view it but yet we continue to see moves from this administration that says no oil production harming oil production and harming other ways to get energy is this a moment of of finding opportunity for the administration? Is this a moment of sticking with the same old, same old? Or is this an opportunity for other types of energy? Not the solar wind thing, but that hydrogen conversation, a nuclear conversation to come to the fore. Yeah, Tony, a few weeks ago, you told me, you said, Matt, you're, you're so cute in the answer that I gave. Well, Tony, I'm going to say you're so cute. You're so cute. Because you're oh, missing you. the obvious point that you are the expert on. It is all ideological, 100%. Last Wednesday, Joe Manchin in the Wall Street Journal, a Democrat, he wrote a, an opinion piece where he said President Biden betrayed him because of the ideology in his White House. This is a Democrat who was the key vote in getting this whole bill passed that is not inflation reduction. It's all about inflation creation. Because he said in the law that it required the expansion of fossil fuel. It required us to become energy independent, Tony. And Joe Manchin said, the Democrats said that he was betrayed by the president because they're all about ideology. The field crude production, Tony, we were at 13 million barrels a day before the, the pandemic. We're at 12.4 million. We, the Biden administration is refusing to do and follow the law, Tony. They're refusing to follow the law that they signed. Now, when it comes to Joe Manchin talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis, uh, he Joe Manchin can make that claim, the senator can, but it's not factual. He knew exactly what was in it. He knew it was wordplay in order to be able to secure his vote as a funding package for other things. If he can be taken by this, it's time for Senator Joe Manchin to retire. But I want to get back to this, not only the conversation about following the law, uh, but really a, a conversation about economics. When we see the price of oil going up, there are going to be a multiplicity of people, including those who donate to the Democratic Party, who are going to make this ideological, who are going to say, hey, this is not the best maneuver here. There are going to be plenty of, of, of NATO nations and others saying, what in the world is going on? This is a terrible decision to be made right here, and we're not doing enough to apply the pressure the other way. Is there an economic pressure other nations can apply on OPEC to keep the production going? Tony, there is not. 
And the reason is because it is in their best interest financially to have a shortage of oil because shortages causes the price to go up. If President Biden cared about this, if his political allies really cared about the politics of it, they'd say increase production. Tony, we're still below the 2019 levels of oil production in this country, and the president has complete control over that, and he's not increasing production. So you are right to say, are there political influences? There are, and there are economic reasons. But it seems as if this administration, I'm going to go back to Joe Manson's, you know, again, Joe, we, we know what he was doing politically, but he did write, he put it in the journal that this administration is ideological. And I agree with that statement, even though we know he was taken for a ride. But we know that they are ideological. They don't care about their politics. They don't care about their economics. Hey, maybe they'll pay the price at the ba- at the ballot box. We don't know. But the, it does affect our economics. Um, the changing, the, this change from OPEC, what does this do to Jerome Powell, chairman of the Fed, who is fighting this inflation fight, trying, he's, he's you know, said maybe we've seen the end of the rate increases, but he's only saying that because the rate increases have had an effect on things like Silicon Valley Bank and all of those banks, uh, Dr. Will, that haven't properly worked their balance sheets. So what does Jerome Powell do in the face of this? What does this do to inflation in the United States? What do you think the response will be? It makes it worse. Poor. I feel bad for Jerome Powell because First, the Biden administration pressures him to reverse his course on cutting, you know, back down on inflation. And then OPEC makes it harder. Remember, we talk about cash and stuff. OPEC just reduced the amount of stuff in the world. That causes inflation. Remember, we want that stuff to keep up with the cash, and they just reverse that trend. Ouch. That's going to make Jerome Powell's job a little bit harder. So now here you are. You're realizing that uh, you're you want to be somebody investing in the United States. You're you're somebody who's got your your four hundred one k. You're somebody who who needs that market uh, to move in the right direction. And everything is against you now with oil. And you say to yourself, Doctor Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. At least I can still invest in McDonald's because everybody loves an Egg McMuffin, which is the perfect food. Everybody loves some fries, and 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 I don't know what they're doing with that Coke syrup, but damn, is it delicious! And I'm gonna I, I'm gonna be fine. I'm still gonna be able to get my McDonald's. You know what? I can invest in McDonald's. And then we hear from the Wall Street Journal that they've closed the doors over there in the corporate offices, and we might be seeing some really ugly movement. What is the story here as you know it, and what should we be on the lookout for? Well, first of all, I would say as an investor, McDonald's is a good investment. There are 42 analysts who follow McDonald's, and 29 of them say that it's still a good buy, and their price target's $300 a share, where the current price is 280 So it's a good investment, but let me tell you why it's a good investment, Tony because they see a coming recession and they're cutting expenses. McDonald's is very, very attuned to the recession pulse. That's what they're focused on because they are a company that goes up and down with the economy. And so what you're gonna see is that they're cutting expenses in anticipation of bad times ahead, but they're still gonna be profitable. This isn't the mom and pop store. It's not the franchises that are cutting. It's the corporate offices. And so I think a lot of us are waiting to see how much they cut, but they're simply cutting to maintain profitability, Tony. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Well, I I didn't think there was any question 
uh, about that. So this can be seen as actually a fine sign, uh, smart uh, corporate uh, governance. You just can't have all that dead weight. It's got to go. But we don't view it that way. Uh, Dr. Will, when it comes to uh, the tech world, we've seen the layoffs from Amazon, the layoffs from Microsoft, the layoffs from Facebook, and we engage concern about that, that the tech sector as a whole is laying off. You don't think we, we, that the corporate layoff side of McDonald's is an indicator of this problematic economy, uh, or oh. can it be an indicator of that and good corporate governance? It, it, both. Both, Tony. It's It's the latter. It's a sign of, one, they're controlling their costs. They have a much better pulse on their costs than they did, let's say, five or six years ago. That's just the nature of businesses nowadays. So they're cutting their costs. Tech's laying off. McDonald's laying off. Tony, that's a good thing for their bottom line. But they're also telling you, we don't see the economy looking good in the future. So, yes, they're controlling their own expenses. And the market went up as a reaction to oil. It went up in a reaction to McDonald's. They all benefit from this because they're cutting costs. But, Tony, that's not long-term good for the economy. You always talk about Wall Street versus Main Street. Right. These, both of these moves are good for Wall Street. Oil energy companies, up. McDonald's, up. If you're a stock, if, you know, if you're the fat cat on Wall Street, you're doing fine in, with these two announcements. But if you're the person on Main Street who's working at these companies, you're not doing so well. Yeah, it's it, the, the difference between Wall Street and Midwest Main Street is 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 a huge one and one that always has to to be remembered uh but it, it's it's interesting it's it's a different take on this uh, in looking at uh these cuts says oh you've got mcdonald's doing what's right for the business is there a belief that this is going to trend out if not only based on need but based on opportunity if you're uh yum brands which owns kentucky fried chicken if you're the darden group uh if you're one of these major uh restaurant players are you looking at this move from mcdonald's and saying maybe we can shed a couple million dollars worth of payroll here and uh and that'll be better for our bottom line. And yeah, we can all make that work. And Tommy down the hall's got to go. Um, let me say we can shed hundreds of millions of dollars in payroll. That's what they're thinking. Um, the, the fast food business is a commodity business, Tony. And leading the leading indicator in that industry is McDonald's. And so, yes, as McDonald's goes, so goes the entire industry. And you're going to see cuts from other companies now that McDonald's is doing it. Because what if you're Burger King or what if you're Wendy's and you're thinking, uh-oh, their cost structure is going down. You know, we're in a commodity business. We're going to compete. And so they're going to react accordingly. Dr. Matt Will is his name, economist, University of indianapolis sir i appreciate taking the time uh to be with us and uh, of course uh, don't forget guys find everything i'm doing over at rumble rumble.com slash tony katz rumble.com slash tony katz be sure to subscribe uh keep it here i'm tony katz